0: Jordan, can you do it like the beginning of the other podcast where it sounds like we're about to solve a mystery (laughs) or a murder in, in, in like the South or something like that? Like give it some real gravitas.
1: I mean, sure. Battleground debuted on Hulu in 2012. One of the very first original scripted programs developed by and for a streaming service. Though it only lasted one season, The politically charged workplace mockumentary helped redefine what we consider and consume as television. Now, ten years later, the cast, crew, and creators of Battleground invite you to listen in and watch along as we take a look back at our trailblazing show and answer the question. Did you win? Now I'm in my head, JD!
2: Did you Good. know, hold on, fun fact? Did you know that there's a really popular uh, true crime podcaster named Payne Lindsay? Spelled exactly the same. Whoa! <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, look him up. Okay. He's super popular. I know.
1: He should have you on as a guest.
2: I know. I love true <laughs> crime, I love serial killers.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta murder somebody to be worthy okay. of a spot. <laughs> there you go. Okay,
2: fine. I've just poured myself a cup of ambition. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: She tumbled out of bed and headed to the kitchen.
0: There's no podcast where it's a serial killer trying to find a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be really into that. Yeah, there,
3: There's actually a show coming out that it's, it's not exactly what you said, but it's um, people who are into true crime who actually realize that their plumber is a serial killer. And instead of okay. turning him in, convince him to... Uh, be their guest on, like, they create a podcast and have him on as a guest instead of turning him in so they can just interview a real serial killer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Nice. Nice. I like that. Uh, Welcome, everybody. This is all going to go go in. Your NPR
0: voice is fantastic. (laughs) Jordan, I want you to stay in your NPR voice the entire time.
1: Just for life. uh, Just for all of life? JD, if you if you want me to just be quieter, you can just give me the note to just be quieter. I won't argue with no. it anymore. I More
0: promise. NPR. More just NPR. Let's all do NPR More. voices. Let's, Let's all NPR do our NPR voices. voices.
1: Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Did You Win, a Battleground Retrospective. <laughs> this is our bonus episode. We didn't know we were gonna do it. I can't do it the whole time. It's just gonna be uh No, hey, yeah. Uh this is this is a bonus episode. We uh I I while we were recording the main series, I just decided um that i i loved the the kind of vibe and energy that uh we as a group sort of have together uh so i decided to do one more and get everybody or try to get everybody together We've been uh, uh people are busy people are very busy they have families they have careers i have my roommates cats uh <laughs> that i help take care of um and so, but we finally got mostly everybody together. Hi, I'm Jordan T. Maxwell. Speaking of Mosley, I played Jordan T. Mosley. On the show. No? That didn't work? I'm still that getting really oh, it. Oh, that, that, that was a really good. <laughs> good. good try. that was a good try. That was a good try. Now all
4: to- of the rest of us are like, oh, God, we need to think of a funny way to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's
1: a funny way to... Introduce- He's going to make us introduce ourselves like he did the first time around. That was so awkward. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to go around. Uh, I can see everyone on my screen, so I'm just going to kind of go around the circle, and uh, and I'll just introduce... So first of all, we have uh, we have Elizabeth Triplett, uh, who played... Gretchen and was a producer and a writer and the many, many hat wearer that, uh, that we had. Yeah, that's,
5: that's me. Hi. That's me.
1: <laughs> you said
5: it. I don't have to say anything.
1: <laughs> Is it more awkward when I have you introduce yourselves or now that I'm introducing you and then expecting you to say something after?
0: Um, we're
1: we're uh, going to find out.
0: Hey, well, I've on. got an idea. Can you introduce us and we'll all have a
1: catchphrase? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: okay. Okay. Elizabeth, do you have a catchphrase?
5: Uh yeah, it's gonna be Michelle looks better in red.
1: Nice. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh we've also got uh we've got Lindsay Payne, who played Lindsay Cutter on the show. Lindsay, I've teed you up. What's your catchphrase?
2: Cutter. Cutter out. I love her.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah! Yes. This Good. is
1: going so well.
0: This is going yeah, so it's well. Everything
1: uh everything we could have uh, absolutely hoped for. Uh if they ever Thank come you. back with another season of Fuller House, I think you're a shoe in for it. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
1: Uh <laughs> Ben Sam Ben Samuel is here who played Ben Werner. I was I, I dude, I get so caught up trying to remember is like is he Samuel or Samuels? I always trip up on it and I'm so sorry for that.
4: Oh, there's no the, the, many many people uh, have that same struggle, Jordan. <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs>
5: J.D., do you remember when we were putting together like the first episode? We came very close to sending the final episode saying Ben Samuels at the beginning.
3: We caught it last minute. We caught it
0: last minute. Wow.
1: That's a very confusing plot point if
0: you introduce it. Ben
2: Samuels! (laughs) Hold on. We should all check our phone. I just checked my phone. You are in as Ben Samuel in my phone. Okay. okay, so you. I, I programmed uh, you're
3: definitely as in as Ben Battleground, as you all are in my phone, <laughs> as Terry Battleground, and Jordan Battleground.
1: <laughs> ben Samuel. One of the reasons that I get a little thrown off is that I do have you as Samuel in my phone, but for some reason, uh, on my email, like your auto fill in when I'm like emailing you comes up as Samuels, hmm. and I don't remember That's ever it. setting it as that, so I don't know why that happen? It's not
4: me. I didn't send nope. it. <laughs> I'm definitely Ben Samuel on yeah. my email. <laughs> well, okay, but
1: well, uh, what's your catchphrase, yeah, Ben? What's your go. catchphrase?
4: Uh, my catchphrase is, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Great. It's a good catchphrase. I love that. I love
1: good that. good catchphrase, especially, currently with winning. Group. <laughs> especially with this group. Especially with uh, this group. Allison Hayslip is here, who played Ali Lorenz.
3: Oh my gosh. Did we decide that's how we said my last name on the show? I can't I remember. think
1: we I think we figured we figured yeah. it out. Cause the first episode you couldn't remember it at all. And then we <laughs> and then we corrected it. And then the second time you thought it was Laurentis. Yeah, because that like, sounds like a last up.
3: name.
0: Honestly, <laughs> honestly, Ellie, I really think that I came up with this last name by just letting my fingers <laughs> tighten
6: <laughs> and then
0: turning it into something that was like sort of Italian. You're I feel like that saying. has enough
3: vowels in it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ali, what's your catchphrase?
3: Uh, don't threaten me with a good time. Nice.
1: (laughs) I love it. That one's good. That one's good.
3: Great.
1: Uh, we've also got Terry Reeves here who played KJ Jameson
7: on Uh, TV's
1: Battleground.
3: Dun dun dun.
1: TV, the internet's all around on your phone's battleground.
3: Streaming's battleground.
7: Streaming's
1: battleground. (laughs) The world's battleground. (laughs) It belongs to humanity now.
7: Mm-hmm. Terry. Yeah.
1: What's your catchphrase, uh, love?
7: Well, speaking of KJ, I don't have time for a catchphrase.
6: Ooh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. I love it.
1: I like it. An, really an anti-catchphrase, catchphrase. It's yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh JD Walsh is here. The the creator, the 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 writer, the director, the guy who was they're on set playing the writer and director and documentarian <laughs> and executive producer and keep going, genius keep going. and keep mentor going. and <laughs> friend, colleague, compatriot, Patriot, <laughs> Pat. Uh, hey, Jordan. Hey, JD. What's your catchphrase? No, that's my, that's my oh. catchphrase. catchphrase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't apply as often as you'd think. It's weird. <laughs> Usually through. when I'm playing basketball or I'm hanging out doing improv in Austin. <laughs> just,
1: just the wacky neighbor, he just pops in through the door and is like, hey,
6: Jordan.
2: Did you just lift yourself up over a fence? Is that yeah. a fence? Yeah.
1: yeah. This, yeah. The, the, the secret truth of JD is that he was Wilson on Home Improvement the entire <laughs> yep. time. That's true. That's true. And we never knew. We never yep. knew. Crazy. Uh, Jack DeSena is here who played uh, Cole G- Grainer? Yeah. I was like, wait, is it Grainer or Granger? Garner? Uh, that was
0: it, Grainer.
1: Grainer, I got it on the first one and then yeah. backpedaled and made myself a fool. Jack, what's your catchphrase, buddy? Oh, um, I just came in from the
0: coal. <laughs> 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 mm. That's so mm-hmm.
4: bad. Mm-hmm. That's so bad. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> I liked it. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That's actually uh, why he's in prison was for that joke. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, answers we never got.
1: Yeah. Well, we oh, but we did. Um if you listen to the entire podcast.
5: Oh.
3: We <gasps> Wait, did really?
1: uh oh. uh Justin let the uh let the truth slide.
5: <gasps> yeah, in, except in for I listened to that podcast and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about Uh-oh. because <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, snap. Uh-oh. i mean i'm not saying we didn't discuss that as an option (laughs) but my memory is is there was no like we had not decided for sure it was all gonna be based on wait justin who said this
6: a My husband
5: just oh, was a writer.
3: <laughs> was a we have like on twelve. Show.
5: Justin's on set.
3: That is true. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Because we have cameras. I was like, I was like, second were. AC, Justin's
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait, but what was set Justin's was
0: answer? Yeah. What did
5: you, What
3: did your I
0: husband
5: say? I could be say?
1: patient and just listen to the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah.
5: You'll but. never know because you didn't listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> you yeah. You are not one of our tens of listeners, Jack. <laughs>
5: Not yet, but
3: if I ever am on a train. If, <laughs> 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 if being the keyword.
1: <laughs> all, all that train travel you do.
0: By the way, I've gotten really nice emails from both Jeff Waldron and uh, TK, both talking about listening to all of the podcasts. So it's, uh, it's there are people listening. It's been really nice. But yeah, too, uh, I, I feel like if you have listened to all those episodes and then this episode and got through my catchphrase idea. You deserve <laughs> some sort of closure on the uh what happened to Tack. And the ideas that we had, I'll just try to give you two concepts. One was that Cole had accidentally uh killed him in a car crash. Um and Cole, that's wait, why. Cole he was had
3: accidentally killed who? Tack.
0: Tack. Okay. In a car crash. And the other one that we had for Cole in prison was maybe that he went down for something that Tack had done. Hmm. Um, but when I think about like what was his death, I th- I think car crash. Elizabeth, does that ring any bells?
5: It does. I feel like I, I don't think that we had established anything for sure what it was going to be. But like yeah. I, my memory of the thing that we were kind of going with was that Tack had had died in a car crash and that he had done something shady that um, then was pinned on Cole.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
5: but because he was dead, there was no one there to
0: yeah tell the truth spoiler. about
5: Cole and that the documentary was actually Allie, who you also don't see interviewed oh, trying yeah, to right uncover of- the truth mm. so that she could get Cole out of prison. That was the rumor I had heard. From that was what our
3: castmate two's cool. not here right now, uh, but yeah, that was the rumor that I was told, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It was going to turn out that my character was behind this the whole time. <laughs> like, well, the amazing. other idea that
0: we had that we played around with was that Tack was alive, but he moved to Seattle and became a firefighter. Mm. And- <laughs> <laughs>
3: A really sexy one. Very so sexy. sexy. Fire. Super, oh. sexy. Super
1: sexy. Super sexy. sexy. Fires.
3: I, I feel like we should say that Jay Hayden yeah. did want to be here. We are yes. recording this on a Saturday, specifically so Jay could join us, and he has confirmed that he is on set today, shooting yeah. in the damn stages, putting out sexy fires. Mm.
1: Okay, yeah, fine. He he might be rescuing sexy cats out of sexy trees. He he
3: actually did text me saying, he's like, we're talking about relationships. He's like, nothing is even sexy or fiery about this. We're just talking about relationships today. And I'm like-
0: Did I I tell you guys the text that I sent Jay Hayden about nine, 10 months ago?
3: No, Mm -mm. please tell us. Uh,
0: Vanity Fair came out with their like top show of 2021. So I guess this was in like January or February. And uh, it was Station Eleven, that HBO show. Oh yeah! <laughs> and so I sent it to Jay, and I was like, "Congratulations, exclamation point!" <laughs> and then afterwards, texted him, "Oops, sorry, ignore." <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> to be fair, Station 11 is really good.
0: Yeah. It is really yes. good. Let's not diss Station <laughs> 11. And I'm sure Station 19 is great. I have never watched it. but <laughs> Stationing better? I, <laughs> Station 19 is Jay's show. Station yeah. 11 is the, was this gritty drama on HBO that was Yeah, fantastic.
3: post-apocalyptic <laughs> thing. It was yeah. that was great.
1: And now I know none of you listen to the podcast because JD told that story on his and Corboys guesting episode. <laughs> uh-huh. He mm-hmm. just outed all of you.
4: Totally. I yep. listened. What a trap. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're allowed we to laugh multiple times. At
5: the
0: sure. Thing. We like hearing, JD's <laughs> we stories hearing JD stories over and over JD again. Not In addition which to being a
5: genius, JD is also <laughs> a great storyteller. It's
1: true. It's true. I apologize. That was on me.
3: By the way, if there's any member of this project that I run into more than anyone else, it is Corboy. He is <gasps> everywhere. I can go to some random event, yeah, and yeah. Matt Corboy walks through the door. I'm like, are there 12
5: of you? I don't understand how I could see you so often. What a great surprise. Yeah. I would love to run into Matt Corboy. I know.
1: <laughs> that would know. make my entire day if I ever ran into Matt Corboy somewhere. I'm sure you will. I'm, I'm, i Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I guess I don't go out enough. I just, mm. like, it's, um, and, uh, I, I do see, I do see some of you, a few of you have come to hang out with me in Austin. Uh, uh, Jack mm-hmm. uh, was was the first. Nice. Uh, Ali's been out a couple of times. JD yep. came. We came and uh, uh and filmed a couple. Does everybody of, uh, know the
0: commercial that I put Jordan in? No. Oh. Um, it was a Christmas commercial, and mm-hmm. uh, there was a Santa at a mall, and I was able to get Jordan as his elf assistant. Oh my gosh! It was <laughs> the best.
1: Yeah, but was the was elf the named best. Jordan? Yeah, yeah, I can't play yeah. any characters <laughs> named other things yeah. now. It's, uh, I'm, I'm entirely excluded from uh, being able to play anyone else. <laughs> and if and you didn't, I saw it would him, kill
4: JD's sl- catchphrase. So. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It just ruined
1: it, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird writer in my contract. I didn't know it was there. And then uh, my sister, who's my lawyer and also Terry's friend, um, came and uh, uh, took a look at it and said, no, you have to play only characters named Jordan from now on. So, um, mm. so I'm kind of stuck. It's fine though. I've been Jordan all my life, and it's not like I've gotten cast as anything else. Um, so pull up,
0: uh, pull up,
1: <laughs> <laughs> goose. Um, <laughs> so I do. Uh, I do want to tell one. So I think since Jay's not here, that uh, I'm not here to defend himself um that uh the best thing I can do right now um because I forgot to do it in the main body uh I'm sure there are all manner of stories that I forgot to tell while we were recording the actual podcast but I do want to share one that I promised to tell in an earlier episode and then forgot when Jay was actually guesting on uh which is the jelly bean story um which was that uh so JD had me eating sweets in almost every scene uh that I was in so that You're he welcome could- so that You're it could, welcome. I, I don't like sweets though. I, like, what? you did it so that you could come and snack out of my hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> which that's true. which that's you literally sucks. did in between scenes. You came and just like. That's would, true. So, That's
5: why he wrote the show. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> How just can have I have snack I mean, so, more?
0: <laughs> I mean, some of you know this, but like, Elizabeth and I intentionally put food into scenes because then we knew somebody would have to go get us some sort of like pastry. Like there are scenes. If you watch the show, there are scenes where like people are eating cupcakes. Remember, there's a whole oh. thing with cupcakes that was just yes. so that we could have cupcakes on set. I love that. Very smart. It was great. Yeah. So why? That's how did they you, did game. Of-
3: why did you write yeah. in us all getting neurovirus and getting violently ill over <laughs> Thanksgiving? Could we have left that part out?
0: <laughs> no, no. I just it's just a, an idea that I had, and yeah. I just had to see it. <laughs> you, the mistake that you guys made was not leaving. Every day for lunch. I was like, I'm not eating this. I'm going to go to the badger bowl. And I'm just going <sighs> to eat there. The
5: yeah, what's is funny so is that I think J.D. and I were one of the few people who did not get it. I did you get didn't get it. The- me? Oh, really? I yeah. ate. I did. I did, but I That was ate the surprising it, I, thing to me because I, I always thought sick.
1: it was just food poisoning. And then like on, through this, everyone told me it was like, no, it was norovirus. And I,
5: was, I like, was vomiting through
3: an entire flight and oh, no. driving myself oh. in a rental car vomiting oh. to my parents for Thanksgiving. I was so oh, sick. No. <laughs> Poor thing. I'm
1: sorry. Uh. Um, I can only imagine what uh, uh that norovirus tastes like one of these jelly beans did. Because I, I, I had a, a handful that I was supposed to be snacking on through the course of this scene. And, uh, our art department, uh, 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 Heather, Heather Pants, as we, uh, uh, called her on, on set, uh, brought, would bring me my food and was also, uh, unfortunately responsible for handling my spit cup, uh, cause I would, I couldn't eat that much sweet. So I just had to like regurgitate it after it. Like I would have it pocked up in a little, uh, pocket in my cheek. So, uh, I think more this specific. Mu-
0: Drill down, get <laughs> real <laughs> specific.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're, like,
0: you're just sort of jumping over things, but, like, really drilled down. You want, you into want to get into that st- oil, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so I think the reason that Jay was able to uh, uh, bring her in as an accomplice on this plot was uh, because she was having to handle my spit cup. Uh, so I, she comes in, brings me a handful of jelly beans, and I pop one in. And it tasted, the best way I can describe it is rancid queso. Oh, nice. um, it was, and, like, I was, but I didn't want to ruin the take, so I just kind of, like, chewed through it and kind of. Tried to avoid wincing too hard. And then I had like two more over the course of it. And they and I was like, can jelly beans go bad? I, just like, have they been in the jar too long? And we finally call cut on the take. And like, I couldn't spit those up fast enough. And I just hear Jay cracking up back at Video Village. And I hear a wave of laughter behind him. And he comes in and reveals to me that he had replaced my uh my regular what should have been just normal jelly beans with i got uh, i don't know if they were like that harry potter actual brain
6: boozled but the they beans yeah. boozled
1: but they were they were trick jelly beans basically um, and uh yeah it was That's terrible an amount of prank foresight that i would never have predicted from jay Hayden. like you got to <laughs> yeah. you're on amazon
0: like planning ahead two I never two weeks ahead it. of time Two weeks ahead of time, he was like, hey, guys, remember we were having his prank meeting where he, like, talks about his pranks and he he whiteboards all his pranks and he's like, hey, so you'll pick them up and we'll send, okay, we can get some from England. Okay, great. And then, yeah, we had a whole, he had a the whole prank elaborate Ocean's Eleven that he was doing.
1: Saw, well, which is why I never expected it because it wasn't, like, a prank-heavy set or anything. So, like, I just never saw it
0: well, coming. and didn't
1: even assume. Jay,
3: Jay was always, like, ready for her- to give a dare, if that was available. I mean, oh, sure. I always, I always think about the hot mustard at the Chinese food restaurant we went to. Yes, and the and peppers.
2: Was, Didn't you eat like a bunch of peppers?
3: No, it was it was getting Ben to like eat a whole packet of hot mustard or something like that. Isn't that what? No, you No, I do think that? it was peppers. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wow.
3: Ben.
1: This was the next thing I was going to ask you about was like the food dares that he was giving you throughout.
4: Yeah, I have some video of Ben eating something weird. Yeah. No, I think I remember that. Like 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 and that was really beautiful because not only was it an exciting food challenge but it also quickly turned into a life lesson for me. Uh <laughs> because everybody or Jay or JD or someone some role model that I admire and look up to and want to do everything that they tell me to do uh told me that I should eat like a whole pepper on my plate. Uh and this is like And no- do you
2: know do you know who is sitting right next to you saying don't do it Ben? Don't do it, Ben. Uh, Don't do
4: it. You, Lindsay. My guardian angel. The person who is looking out for me and who actually loves me. Uh, yeah. Thank absolutely. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a radio medium right now, but for the folks at home, JD is uh, making little, like, uh, <laughs> gestures with his hands. Um, we'll add audio
1: description okay. later on <laughs> of everything that we're missing in um, the video.
4: So, uh, so, yeah. so So, like, I'm feeling really nervous, and this is, like, again, some more... Juicy behind the scenes background. I've been burned by food challenges in the past. Mm. And so I'm going into this feeling uh, Whatever like I don't want to do it because I should have learned my lesson But also I want to look like cool in front of all of my friends This was
3: also like week one like this, this was like, very like near yeah, the beginning
1: Like we,
4: yeah. like, we were so Yeah, this rehearsals.
1: was rehearsal week. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. Like, JD took us out to lunch every day. And so
4: I'm like really scared and there's this whatever identity crisis going on, but I decide to do it. I decide I'm going to agree and I think it's like a huge cash prize. Like I think $100 is on the line. Something ridiculous like this. And I eat it. And it's easy. It's not a big deal. It's not hard. It's not scary. And I eat it. And just like you, gentle listener at home, who is getting all hyped up for an amazing story, and then it was this huge letdown, so too was the vibe in that Chinese food restaurant. And everybody (laughs) felt so deflated and defeated that I was just able to eat the pepper that the bet wasn't honored. And I didn't get $100. And here's the thing. Here's the life lesson. I didn't want the $100 because I knew that I hadn't earned it. I knew that that $100 wasn't to watch me eat a pepper. That $100 was to watch me suffer. And because I did not suffer, I did not earn that money. And that is the life lesson.
0: Because That's Jay Hayden. You know that's Jay Hayden. Um, but I do remember saying, okay, $200, but we get to put out cigarettes on your tongue. And you're like, no. And like it was just a bummer. It was just a bummer for everyone. Something
1: Weirdly, like Lindsay that. wanted him to do that one. She was really into that.
2: That's my fetish, though. But we don't need to go down that route. <laughs>
0: Is there really anything better than that first week where we got to Madison and just got to mm-hmm. rehearse? Like no stress, like we're just rehearsing, we're just going out to eat. Like it's like it's everything that's great. Like it's mm-hmm, just yeah. everything that's fun. Us just hanging out with yeah. no cameras and just working on scenes was It the set us up best really best. well too. I think it really yeah. like created yeah. the right
4: environment just further further bonding
1: and everything my favorite part about it was that during every time every day you took us out to lunch for that week we got another chapter uh and i think again speaking to your masterful storytelling because you like broke it into these perfect serial chapters of your charlie sheen saga
0: oh my goodness i'd forgotten that every day at lunch i told you another portion of the charlie sheen story (laughs)
6: yeah
1: oh that's crazy Oh, it, okay. was, it was, it was really amazing. I remember, I can't remember who, but I do remember like someone like had a day like, we weren't working on scenes they were rehearsing that day. And like, they still were like, like they called everyone else up and was like, where are we going for lunch? Cause I want to hear the next chapter. Um, you know,
0: I, I want to give Hagai some credit, uh, our producer, yeah. uh, who says hi to everybody. Uh, I'm still in contact with Hagai uh, almost every other day. Um, and uh he uh you know he was the he was the money guy he was the guy who like uh who was wa- watching the wallet and he was the guy who came up with the uh, extra week of rehearsal like oh, nice. I, I yeah i mean i wouldn't have asked for that i wouldn't have known to ask for that but holy moly was that helpful it was so it was so useful um and also i think he came up with the idea of like having somebody like elizabeth To just be there during the shoot just to, like, talk about ideas and, you know, like, stuff that you don't think that you actually need need, but, like, I think we can all agree that the show is 75% better because Elizabeth was at the monitor with me. And and so I, I, you know, I think we always look at producers as people who are just there sort of shaking their head and being like, where do you have the receipt for that dollar gum that you bought? Um, and uh, I think Hagai did a fantastic job of uh, of bonding us and mm-hmm. uh, also putting Elizabeth in a, in a place that helped the show.
1: I agree. Yeah. I think like one of the things that made this such an amazing experience was that like from... The the, top, the people who were there on the ground with us, uh, m- maybe not necessarily always the, the Hulu people when they would come to visit, but, like, everyone who was there, like, working on the show, like, it was about what is going to make the show better, what's going to make the experience better, and, like, everybody was looking to, you know, plus it, like, nobody had notions of, like, at least from my perspective, that's what it felt like to me, just, just why it was so lovely.
0: I'm, I want to tell another story because I I, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, there was a there was a trigger in our budget, which is if we went over this budget, uh, uh, Hulu had to give more money, and so there was a couple week period there where everything flipped from hey we gotta count every penny to um, uh, a guy telling me, and the producers and and uh, uh, the assistant director and stuff like that, spend money. <gasps> so like whatever we spent money on would <laughs> go against the budget, so that we would cross this threshold. And I've never been in a situation in life where like no, just bring the receipts. Like go out to dinner. Like whatever you want to do. It was really crazy. It was and it was all to trigger an extra hundred thousand dollars from Hulu. Which, Why would Hulu all those ho chunk trips? That. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was basically like, here's your budget, but if you go over this, we have like a little stopgap, and I guess the um, goal in production is like get to that stopgap. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. yes. A story that I would not have told ten years ago, right? Uh, because it's <laughs> right. Uh, probably horrifically uh, illegal, but now you know, <laughs> who cares? But also. also-
3: like such a testament to how little we shot that show oh, for. That just getting an extra hundred thousand made would have made a big deal when their episodes yeah. shot for millions of dollars on oh, TV. Oh yeah, now.
0: one yeah. episode of Handmaid's Tale would have paid for our second season.
3: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, it was one point three million was our budget.
3: Wow, wow. for for a whole season yeah. of TV, and I don't for think people realize of
0: TV, yeah.
3: how insanely low that is.
0: So crazy. Yeah. By but it all looks so good.
1: It doesn't look on the cheap no, at all. Yeah.
6: It, it, everything. I think I
0: think some of you know this story. I I think I told it on the podcast, but that uh they were talking uh when we first went into Hulu, they were talking about budgets that were like fifty thousand dollars. I think that's why they were also looking at dorm life, Jack. Yeah. Um yeah. It, they were looking for like each episode being fifty, and then Hagai sort of got them to the idea of like, hey, you know, if we do if, uh, if you make the budget a little bit more, we can make it, you know, even more professional. But there was literally a meeting and maybe Elizabeth was there where they said, well, like how many episodes? And I just said 13 and had not thought about it at all. And that's why we <laughs> did 13 episodes. I literally could have said six. I could have said six episodes, but I said 13. And they were like, OK, yeah. And that's wow. how that's how we got our first 13. And then our second season, they asked me and I said zero.
6: <laughs> good. good. That's, so that's, oh, that's, that, that's what happened. Yeah, happened. yeah.
0: Bad, bad choice. Bad choice. Yeah. I was like zero. I was like, can we just do the rehearsal thing? Like, what if we just did that, okay, that was for like and And I just eight take them out to May. lunch
3: every day. Yeah,
0: could we do that? And they were like total dicks about it.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking Hulu. <I'll>
6: just- <laughs>
7: <laughs> All jokes aside, that just emphasizes or reiterates to me the magic of the show that we made. Like yeah. J.D. magically came up with 13 out of his butt instead of six. And that, you know, or he magically had the option to spend more money or magically had the option. Thank you, guy, to spend a week rehearsing that these things are really unusual and never happen. And so I don't know. We lived in sort of this miraculous little bubble of an experience.
0: Yeah, um, and very, I sometimes okay. wonder if the low budget helped the feeling of fun. I I, I don't yeah. know if you get mm-hmm. both, and yeah. and and don't get me wrong, I'm sure the people on Veep uh, were having the best time. So I I know that there are exceptions, but I think in general, uh, you know, the idea of less money, it just feels a little bit more of like, hey, we're just doing this ourselves. And so I think that that brings us closer together. And so, yes, Mm -hmm. I actually would have loved to have more money. But I think that there was something special and unique about us all together staying at the extended stay uh, in Middleton. (laughs) You know, that just, yeah?
3: I was going to say, or even the fact that, like, we didn't have individual dressing rooms where we hung out in between shots was like the community room with the ping pong table and yeah. games yep. <laughs> yeah. like of course that was going to lead to us becoming tighter with each other as opposed yeah. to us all going off to our own little spaces and living our own little lives
0: yeah, mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive. You would think that if in the second season we would have all said like, "Okay, that was nice for one season, but now I want this," and I don't know if that ultimately ends up in a better situation and a more fun situation. Um, so, it, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's counterintuitive.
1: Well there was like a guerrilla theater mentality to it to just like mm-hmm. just hitting the ground and you know sharing we were all except for Jay everybody was sharing cars um <laughs> you know we all had those you know communal spaces like Ali said but like also once we found that like big kind of warehouse space and converted it and like people were bringing in video game systems and we had, we found the ping pong table and everything but that was wow. a huge space too so like we could all be there together but like If you kind of wanted a little corner to yourself, like you could be like alone in the group Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it wasn't like, you know, oh, we're constantly having to be like on top of each other, but we're always around each other. And that just, I don't know, that was an exceptional part of the experience to me. And just kind of felt like when we would do uh, like shows in college and just be like, yeah, let's get do a, we found this empty lot. We're going to build the sets ourselves. Uh, we're going to hang them off the back of someone's truck that we're going to, like, drive in. And that'll be the scene change. will be the truck coming in and out. Like, it was just finding those, like, fun solutions to problems and, like, you know, like, working in. Hey, uh, everyone needs to wear red for this rally so that we can use the crowd at the football game as our unpaid extras for mm-hmm. the <laughs> rally mm-hmm. scene. I thought it was so inspired. Um, yeah, it was just... It just felt fun and, like, there wasn't anyone just kind of, like, just putting pressure on it and, like, breathing down our neck. And I know that there was pressure and people were breathing down certain necks. But we never felt it, at least, uh, that I can recall and just made it amazing.
3: By the way, Jordan, I'm pretty sure I got some kind of ticket in the car that we shared. (laughs) <laughs> no. I, just, I just remembered you this when it. you s- – Well, okay. So I drove I, when I had like two days off in a row, two or three days off in a row. I drove out to Chicago. Jordan let me take the car. He's like, I don't need it this weekend. So I drove to Chicago to visit a friend from college. And I, you know, I just never have driven in that area of the country. And I remember I ended up, um, in like a toll only lane, but like, it was like, you needed the kind of pass, you know, like you, you, it was like, I I was in the express and I didn't realize I was in the express and I just had to like blow through it. And I know they took a picture of the car because I know we didn't have the thing. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. and I don't know what to do. Ah, it's then never heard anything about it. So. I don't know. They're I'm sure still they're, after you, Allison. I'm they're sure gonna, yeah, you well, they wouldn't have known it was me. I'm sure the <laughs> rental car company got it, but I'm just shocked that it kind of like never came back somehow.
1: It's actually why we weren't going to film the second yeah. season in Wisconsin was because oh, yeah, we can't exactly. go back there. We can't Deirdre go back. And
0: I, Deirdre and I drove through Mississippi like – 17 years ago, we were like driving from, I think, Florida to Texas or something like that. And we drove through Mississippi and she was driving and and got pulled over and got a ticket. And then that ticket never arrived at our house. And so it's my belief that Deirdre has a bench warrant out for her in (laughs) Mississippi. And we've driven through Mississippi since then. And I so wanted her to get arrested because (laughs) the odds the odds of Deirdre being arrested over me being arrested in front of our kids had got to have been like 10 million to one. So like I'd planned trips around Mississippi just so that like we could occasionally dip in. Such a supportive husband, JD.
3: Such a supportive husband. I know, husband.
0: but that's, I hope to win. I have to win.
1: That's, that's. Uh, I think that's called Gulf Coast Roulette, I think is the, uh, the technical name for that. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, something I was curious about, uh, getting ready for this one, I kind of just wanted to uh, go around since we didn't get uh, the, uh, the, the later seasons. Um, it's 10 years now for us, uh, which means it's also 10 years down the road uh, for our characters. Um, and the point at which we see them uh, in kind of the flash forwards in the show uh, is uh, five years later, right, J.D.?
0: Sure. That was, that
1: was the idea. Sure. We'll say. We'll say five. Yeah. Um, but 13. now, like. 13. 13. Yeah. That number. Zero, zero years later. It was actually all contemporaneous. That I was going to be the big reveal, like was it th- was actually before we filmed the show. It was all. Yeah, being it should told have been like reverse.
0: 30 years and we would have done all that. Like, remember in like the 80s, like when Blossom would have like future episodes and everyone was no. like in old makeup? Yes. We
6: should have done
1: that.
3: That would have Live triggered the stopgap budget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the prosthetics alone would have done it. Uh, all right, what's your question, Jordan? So, uh, so ten years on, um, and uh, and I'll just kind of go around, and uh, so we're not all uh, kind of talking at once. But uh, where do you think uh, in the universe of Battleground, ten years on, your characters would be? Um, and uh since I hope and imagine I'm a romantic, so I hope they're still together, uh, Ben and Lindsay, uh, if y'all want to answer uh together and kind of ping off of each other, um I'll, I don't uh, want to play have- this game. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Is that your oh. Touch oh. phrase? Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, okay, maybe we aren't still together No, no, head,
6: I was, I was just, I was,
4: no I was just <laughs> Doing a bit
2: <laughs> Sure, no, in my head We're still together, we got a couple of kids yeah, And we're definitely Still working for Someone's either campaign Or in politics some way, both of us For sure
4: Yeah, no, I, I, I feel the exact same way I I, I guess I was Talking about this with Jay, maybe? With Tack, or maybe with you, I don't know.
2: I don't ever talk to Jay. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's so
4: busy. He's saving so many sexy cats. (laughs) Um, um, a, A thought that someone that I talked with had that I thought was really, really beautiful that I choose to believe is a possibility is that Ben Werner, like, so inspired by his hero, Tack Davis, That, like, he himself, like, decided to either become a campaign manager himself or try to go down that road or try to even, like, just become, like, a politician himself. Like, Ben trying to, like, you know, make the world a better place, like, like, take in this idealized view of, like, you know, people can make a difference and the world can be changed for the better and, like, do
0: do that. And so I... Mm -hmm. Ben... Ben, I had a little slightly different idea. Oh, which okay. is that you guys eventually broke up and that Ben Werner went on a Netflix dating series <laughs> and went on like multiple dates with chicks, and, <laughs> and then it was broadcast throughout the, the country. That was that was what I was playing around with. So mm. I don't know. Good spin off. Good spin off. Yeah,
4: yeah. Ben, it, watching that, that, that episode that was one of the greatest things. JD, that I makes I zero sense. <laughs> JD. <laughs> Would ever believe <laughs> No one would ever yeah, believe
0: that. Yeah, that's true. That is so far fetched <laughs> that the character Ben Werner would show up on a dating show. The writing, by the way, they captured the voice.
4: They
6: really captured
4: the voice. <laughs> and and Allison, I'm, I'm so sorry. I think I talked over you. But-
3: oh, I just said that was the greatest night of my life. And y- you should, I was watching this and I'm like, none of you are good enough for him.
4: <laughs> it's true. Well, thank you. Thank you. But, but, but no, yeah. I, 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 I demand that Ben and Lindsay stay together. (laughs) They
3: love each other
4: too much.
3: Put it in your contract.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Terry, I'll come to you next. What's, uh, what do you think KJ's up to 10 years on?
7: Golly. Uh, I think she's supporting people in politics that she really believes in the message of. Uh, generally kick ass women if she can find them, but she stays behind the scenes as a support person, um, and likes to kick ass without any sort of um social accolade or or um acknowledgement. Yeah, there's satisfaction. Yeah, I think we
0: had you, I think we had you in the White House, honestly. Oh, like, for real? We had exactly everything you're saying, but like hugely successful.
7: Cool, I like that story. But she's also like single and a little bit lonely. So she has to stay a little bit married to her job and drinks like glasses of wine with her heels up at the end of the night on a white couch.
1: I love it. So she's Olivia Pope. Yeah, scandal. I was going to say. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like the aesthetic. That's the spinoff right there. That's the spinoff we need. Uh, Okay, Jack, uh, we we know Cole was uh, in prison, but uh, so I guess this comes down to. What he was in for, which well, uh, so apparently I, is still I, up in the air. But. That
0: was all news to me. I hadn't really heard that. I, I the, like, my head cannon was taking the, like, willingly taking the fall for, like, a loyalty play for something that TAC did was sort of what I always had in my head. Um, uh, but it, 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 so I'd assume out by now. There aren't a lot of like political crimes that would keep you locked up for a super long time. Prob- no, still still in there. No, I mean once you got in prison, you really fell into that world. Right. You know like- yeah, served the sentence for that. But all of the prison stabbings, I'm oh, still right. just stacking, yeah, yeah, stacking yeah. on. You got you got moved by Con Air to another to another prison. <laughs>
1: He just—he kept wrapping terrible. those those sweatbands in his hand yeah, to make more, him punch yeah, harder. Just tear yeah, just teardrops
0: like teardrops like that went down your <laughs> shirt, like tattoo loop back tear around, drops that like you couldn't face. even see anymore.
1: <laughs> it was ruling over everything by the end. Uh, yep. No, I had for for some reason I had in my head I was like if we were to like reboot it relaunch it today the very first scene. Um, I'm a big Blues Brothers fan, so it was going to be uh, Tack pulling up like in front of the prison uh, where you were waiting for him like with the few like personal effects that you had in there and then yeah. you both get in put in sunglasses and like right off to the next campaign and, and then, then the car pick up crash yeah. and, <laughs> and then the car yeah. crash right after that and then we understand first scene attacked <laughs> us yeah <laughs> We can't afford Jay's rate anymore. No, that, uh, that's,
6: no. he's
3: way too sexy. That's the gonna
1: eyes. that's gonna immediately trigger that. We uh, can't even <laughs> afford
3: to get him on the podcast.
6: <laughs> <if laughs>
1: I'm too busy working. Yeah, he's just being—he's got to take sexy, sexy workshops. Uh, Ali, uh,
3: what do you
1: think Allie's up to?
3: Well, I, I guess after successfully exonerating Cole and getting him sure. out, because I'm going to live by that storyline that the the uh, doc was all my doing, Uh, (laughs) I think Allie is, you know, running some sort of white hat hacking operation, you know, doing good for the world um, through (laughs) computer crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love
6: it. (laughs) And, you
3: know, her old friends who are still in politics hit her up for under the table favors when we got to like find all the sketchy stuff on the the opposing uh yeah. on the on the opponents right yes yes you're on my
7: secret speed dial exactly this,
3: exactly
1: this really is becoming scandal this is yeah. what, no, 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 no. This but but like,
3: i also think ali is like w- like wildly wealthy but like real subtle about it but you know it's yeah. like you you would never know but then all of a sudden she she pulls up in like y- you know some sort of souped up james bond type car and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> but she's she got still, out of she's still the right wearing time. the hoodies and cargo pants that yeah. hasn't changed.
2: <laughs> and chip nails. You live in a tiny efficiency nails.
1: apartment with a Boondock Saints poster on the wall, but you're driving a Jaguar.
6: <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, Elizabeth, uh, what do you think Gretchen's up to? Oh, yeah, favorite
0: core Everyone's favorite, favorite, everyone's favorite character. Corboy. Gretchen Power. <laughs> <laughs>
5: No, no. Gretchen, uh, after in the second season, after Jack breaks up with her and then she has to work with Corboy for a while, she decides to leave politics behind. She goes on a vacation uh, to Cinque Terre in Italy, falls in love with someone there, uh, gets married, learns Italian and runs a little B&B and never thinks about politics again.
6: I love it. I love that. Love it.
5: So there's an episode where one of us has to go
3: to Italy and like runs into you in the Airbnb. And It is like, yeah, hey, and I'm what? just like, oh so god, the-
5: Core not here, is he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, JD, what about, you're a, what, what's that? What?
5: Oh yeah, what about Jordan? I was gonna what, say, what about Jordan?
3: Well, I was,
1: I was gonna go,
5: what about the was, documentarian, too? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, go oh. last.
1: I was asking JD, I was gonna say, like, what, what the documentarian, uh, was up to he, 10 years on. He
0: went on to make all the documentaries that you scroll past on <laughs> Netflix that you know you're supposed to watch. Like, that the water is bad in some small town or something like that. And you're like, oh, God bless you. I'm not going to watch it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, so directed so I've directed all of those. I've directed all of those.
1: That's perfect. Uh, no, I think Jordan, um, I, I think he... Would be like super into. I think he's had a series of very short podcasts. Like he gets ideas, <laughs> and like, but like you for just, like, he does like just two blew or three.
0: My mind.
6: You
1: he just, just does blew like, my mind. He does like two or three episodes of something, and then like gets like, and then he gets another idea, and like just jumps over and does another one, and then and six months later he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I need to go back and do, and then so he's got like seven different. Podcasts in various forms of, but wait, uh, it's
0: hard he, for Jordan to organize everybody
1: to get on. It's really his hard. Podcasts, he's been trying to so get the, a lot the of campaign doodles. crew. Yeah, he's been trying to get the old team back together to do like a reunion because of he, the, like how how successful the documentary was in their world.
3: But the podcast, mm-hmm. his podcasts, are all just weirdly popular in Vietnam, yeah. and he has no idea why. <laughs> and it's because Allie. <laughs> just just something that like she blasts just them out, makes it the most popular podcast in people? Vietnam. <gasps> She's just constantly
1: mind. getting bumped up. And it's like just being bumped up to the top and like suggested viewing. Yes. And like okay. does like weird Twitch streams and like gaming stuff. And I think he's uh I think he's also uh teaching children's self-defense classes at uh of he is. Is. he's mm-hmm. got yeah. his own with little like self- tiny Self-defense dojang.
3: from children?
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Those no,
3: like Ben
2: and Lindsay, they fight dirty. Like Ben and Lindsay have decided to put their kids in Jordan's self-defense class, just like to try to, you know, hype up Jordan because he's so great at teaching taekwondo or whatever. What was your specialty?
1: It's it's Tukong Musul, okay?
0: Okay.
7: <laughs> I'm so glad you got him to
0: say that, Lindsay. That was subtle. Okay. Yeah, so great. You win the 100 dollars Lindsay. Can we get him to say it. Let <laughs> him say the, the words <laughs> have him say it um and, you know I just wanted to point out and, and by the way I have like uh, uh 10 minutes left um okay uh I just wanted to point out that um you know th- this show came out 11 years ago and so there are a lot of people in politics who watch this show like mm-hmm. if you had an inkling for this when you were 15 You're now 26 and you are working on campaigns. So if you ever do a search on Twitter, you'll see a lot of people talking about this show in the context of, you know, that they work on campaigns now. So I know it was a small Yeah. yeah, Oh, for sure. Um, The majority of people who have come up and talked to me
1: about it have said, like, have been like, you know, oh, I work for... This person in the Texas legislation I work for, yeah. you know, the majority of people have talked to me about it. There's actually cool. the, uh, the the coolest one the, that I ever got uh, recognized at. Uh, this was a few years ago. I don't know if you all remember when uh, uh, Wendy Davis uh, did her filibuster in uh, the Texas Capitol yes. for mm. the, uh, the abortion law. One of the many uh, anti-abortion laws down here. Um, we were, uh, so the Capitol is up at the end of uh, Congress Avenue and the theater I play at is on Congress. So we walked up there after we were done rehearsing one night and we got there and like the crowd was full and like everybody had shown up to support her uh doing this amazing filibuster the pink sneakers if if y'all remember that on the news at all yep. um and i got recruited into like helping pass out uh uh water and like we were bringing in like crates of water for everybody and Gatorade and stuff and from that like they were like oh the pizzas here hey here take this pizza around and offer people pizza and so I'm just walking around with this bit, and just kind of like just random walking up to random people and being like, "You want a slice? You want a slice?" And then when you would run out, you went back and grabbed another pie and went around and went through like three pies. And so I'm in the middle of the Texas Capitol Rotunda, this like huge political event, and I'm and these people just stop me and they're like, "Hey, aren't you Jordan from Battleground?" And all I could think to say was, "Yeah, you want some pizza?" <laughs> And they both took a slice and like told me how much they loved the show and it was yes,
3: spot on. (laughs) It was so perfect. It was like that's like
1: my that was my favorite getting recognized memory. Um, Great, and I I loved uh, that. I loved that night. And then the law wound up passing, and it was uh, less amazing. And um, yeah, there are many terrible. uh, There are many things I love about this state. There are many things I hate about this government. Um, Yeah. So, but that night was amazing, and that was. Being able to be recognized for uh, for this show uh, in that Jay, context, Jay,
0: Jay Hayden always tell, tells me that like if he meets fans of other shows that he was on, he's always like very polite and nice, and but he moves on. But like whenever it's a battleground person, he like stops and talks to the person to the point that that person is like, "Well, I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting you. Wait, wait, wait!
1: Here's, but have you listened to? Uh- Our season two podcast.
3: (laughs) I I got recognized from this show a few years ago and I couldn't believe it because I've gone through like 12 different hair colors and styles since then. And the fact that this person recognized me from Battleground, I was like, God bless you, sir. Yes. Thank
7: you. (laughs) I've never gotten recognized. I want a magical moment. What's up? How do I look look more like KJ? I should (laughs) should wear suits and high heels. Mm -hmm. There you go. And actually brush my hair. <laughs> yeah. no don't start
2: yeah no. like no,
0: what that, if that. we knew watching this like you would totally let yourself
1: go and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, ah! <laughs> and we're like you're like why nobody does knows us?
6: me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no well that's the amazing thing is everyone looks like so much like okay. they did back then still yeah it's um, crazy I never get recognized anymore because I've got this big beard, beard. yeah the beard is different. Like burly uh, brawny man now. Um, so nobody- And He's also, again, I, I never go out anymore. And I cover, you know, I'm still wearing masks. So, like, anytime I do go out in public, I've still got the lower half of my face uh, covered up. Um, oh, wow. And this is the moneymaker. So nobody ever gets to see it. <laughs> just, it's, just the
3: lower half, uh, though.
1: Yeah. The bridge of the nose up yeah. is hideous. But, like, here, a, a, like, what I have an Adonis did. jaw. It's amazing. That's <laughs> why I have to that. have a beard. I just say to cover that all the time. Yeah. It's true. That was one of the first things you ever said to me. It was.
2: I know. JTM
3: in my phone, parentheses, Adonis
6: John. Adonis John yes.
3: <laughs> he, he's not Jordan Battleground like he is in my phone? No, he's JTM. <laughs> Damn I right.
6: think
1: JD's
3: even in my phone as JD Battleground.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, it's, it's very You'll egalitarian of you. Everybody's... Yeah, and- and it's
4: like if if all of our last names are Battleground, we truly are a, <laughs> yeah, part of the a family. family.
0: Yeah, a family.
1: We're a family. I love that. Uh, that feels like a really great uh kind of note. Uh I'm going to let JD out 5 minutes early uh and let uh, everyone else.
0: Oh wait, uh, kinda, Jordan. What's up? Yeah, Jordan. yeah,
1: yeah. No, yeah. I I in all seriousness,
0: um uh Oh shit. Now I'm going to uh-huh. get emotional. Um uh Jordan Thank you for doing this, Um, and um, it has meant a lot to me. It has given me more closure on this. Um, It it has made me feel much better about what we did, and so I just want to thank you, and I also want to thank all of you for um, the work that you did and how perfect you were and all the nice things that you said about me. I would highly recommend... Um, if you're ever feeling down or sad, get a podcast where they talk about how genius you are while, while you're just like driving around, just listening. It's super great. So for all you people out there who need help, get a podcast where they talk about how great you are, um, uh, but I but, in all seriousness, I really love all of you. This has been a wonderful uh reunion over the last few months, and uh I really appreciate it and it could not have been done without you, Jordan. so thank you
1: uh, thank you all so much for uh for giving me uh your time and your support through all of this. Uh, I know it's been a logistical nightmare just trying to get like everybody uh into this uh room together, but y'all have always been very patient and very uh insistent on like you know no we want to do it and through the course of it uh this is amazing like i'm terrible about reaching out uh and getting into contact with friends because i always feel like i'm bugging people um so like having this kind of motivation to be able to touch base with y'all because y'all are still some of my favorite people in the world and um and just getting Mm. to see your faces and hear your voices it's just been a real treat over the course of this past year and just getting to, it it was like, it was like getting to be back there again. Um, and that was, it's still one of my favorite times of my life. Uh, so, um, thank y'all so much. Uh, I love y'all. Thank you, JD for, uh, for creating this in the first place. And, uh, thank you all out there. Uh, if you're listening to it when it first comes out, or if you're discovering this, uh, you know, years later, um, battleground still on Hulu. Go and watch it. Uh, Make your own podcast about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Maybe you can get Jay Hayden to be on yours. Um Good luck. No, we uh, we we love you, Jay. We miss you. We're sorry we, you couldn't be here with us today, but uh, everyone who and, is and here. And thank you, I love you to you everybody,
0: everybody who listened to the podcast. We got a man off of death row because uh, of all the people that listened to this podcast, and we solved the crime together. And that's what's important.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, got, got it. Character? Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or cereal. Or cereal. Uh- yes. yes.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tune in next time <laughs> There won't be a next time This is our bonus episode, we're not doing it anymore um, At least for another 10 years um, But uh, I will Try and find other reasons to, uh, to Reach out to y'all and talk to you more in the future Because I love all of you so much Love um, you Jordan Love and, you too Thank uh, you for doing this. Everybody at home um, Always remember to look at the chandeliers Did you win? Battleground Retrospective is a Voxwell production created by Jordan T. Maxwell and Cindy Page. Audio production, design, and editing by Cindy Page. With additional audio engineering by Awayward. Original music composed and recorded by Awayward. Logo and graphic design by Danielle Deverona. Follow us on Instagram at Voxwell Productions or email us at voxwellproductions at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Good. We're all
5: going to be so nervous about talking over each other that no one I is know. going to speak. Yeah. I know.
1: No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. This is going to be all chaos and bits the entire time.